what up, what up? Thanks again for tuning in. This is the Activated Podcast, your boy, Ibu, live and direct, of course, inside the Activated Podcast studio, as always. Um, man, it's been a minute. Episode 86, um, on the road to 100, of course, I'm still on course, I'm still here. Um, I see the messages. I love you for always showing me love and checking up on me. I'm here. It's just that, you know, when you get busy in life, you're, you're, you tend to do many different things. But everybody knows the podcast is my first love. This is never going away. And um, I even hate like saying like, yo, I've been away, whatever, whatever. But, you know, it is what it is. Today is a special episode. Before we get into it, um, I just want people to know maybe you forgot. Maybe you're not in tune. But this week is actually um, week for week, the fourth year at the podcast, uh, which I launched in October 2017. Wow. So let me do some clap with my clap. <laughs> you know what I mean? we, got, we got sound effects in the studio. You know what I mean? With my claps. <laughs> Um, so that being said, I was, I was actually thinking about like, usually I'll do a little giveaway and things like that. Um, but obviously I haven't gotten around to it, but I'm just going to do it in a way that for those that actually listen to me every week and come back to the podcast. And I want to do a way to give back to those listeners. Cause I know a lot of time people reach out to me. So what I decided to do is over the year, I've sort of accumulated some equipment and, um, and actually at the beginning of the podcast, a lot of people have donated, uh, friends that believe in the vision. So I literally have mics that I no longer use and a couple of them I actually like use once or twice. So if you listen to the podcast and you're like, yo, I want to get, I want to get started on a podcast. You're kind of dragging your feet. Um, if you listen to that episode, hit me on my DM activated podcast on Instagram. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to donate a starter kit for you to start your own podcast. Now, um, I'm even willing to, you know, have a conversation, sit down, coach you through probably the first five episodes and things like that. So I'm going to give you a pack of a studio mic, a studio stand, uh, and then we can figure out what use system you're using to plug it in. And my special guest who I have, she right in the studio with me, she brought gifts as well. So to make it a little bit sweet, so she, um, we're going to add a little bit of that packaging in there. She is an author, so we're going to add a book to that packaging so and also my good guys at combos and chill you know i love those guys and we've done great work together i'm also going to add a convo and chill um conversation pack in there as well it's 99 controversial conversation starter this i'm gonna tell you something whether you want to you know figure out how to do questions for your podcast you're at a party one question of this you probably don't have to figure out what to say for the next 30 minutes this is some dope shit you know what i mean <laughs> so we got you we got you we got a mic we got a book we got a convos and chill and this is just me saying thank you honestly to people that have been supporting me for four years uh it wasn't the easiest thing but it's probably the best thing i've ever done in my life is to start this podcast and to be where we are so hit me up in my dm this is my my listeners only that means if you listen to the podcast this is exclusive for you i'm not posting it anywhere i'm not making it a thing i'm just keeping it in the family and, and shout out to everybody that's been um supporting me for all this time you know, we drop a little bomb. So, without further ado, my guest into the studio right now. Um, she was previously banned on the podcast, but we've lifted the ban. <laughs> we lifted the ban. Uh, we uh, had a truce. She pulled up. Um, she and she got gifts. So, she is a man. She's a go getter. She's a recently dropped um, a book titled. Uh, let me get this right. Child of a, an immigrant, but she's an author. Um, P. Diddy ain't got nothing on her because she also mm -hmm. got drinks. Okay. Mm -hmm. 
it's not Ciroc, but we coming. You know what I'm saying? She got the embodied wine. Um, she's also a formerly semi-retired woman MC, hostess with the most is right here in the city of Toronto. My girlfriend of mine, ladies and gentlemen, let's bring, well, let's welcome Sandy Anine onto the platform. What's up? Let me get you some clap. Oh, no. Oh, wow. Oh. <laughs> you can four, tell four years and uh yeah you can tell things. you can tell i haven't I, I i forgot which button is which you can tell it's been Horrible. a minute but you know we're here sandy what up what up what up wow Finally. Okay. i know Finally. like you really banned me though I did. I did. I did. <laughs> you want to tell my listener why i banned you no um he banned me i see uh, i apologized <laughs> she did i said sorry so many yeah. times okay and, no, then, she did. And, and i appreciate you for that and before we even got on the mic remember we were talking about mm-hmm. having conversation and is important or not and mm-hmm. just want to segue into that to tell you like this is why i think that when somebody does something to you whether they whatever they're meant to do it or not or whatever it is a conversation kind of clears up a lot of the issues right mm-hmm. unless of course this person never really fucked with you to begin with so that's true you know, they kind of like, oh, no, nah, I'm not dealing with you. That's a bruised ego kind of thing. Because if you care about somebody and they come to you, they're like, yo, that what you did? Mm, that bothered me. And then you're like, you know what? I fucked up. Let's make peace. Then I guarantee you never have those kind of issues. You know what I mean? Yes. But I just wanted to make that a point again. <laughs> I don't know. Like, you want me to feel bad. Yeah. Like, I apologize. No, 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 no. I, I really don't. I really, this is the last time I'm bringing it up. Okay, really fine. Yeah. No, you, you, know? you, you did you did the right thing. I was just, you know, bringing a little context to what we were previously okay. talking uh, yes. about. Yes, you know, for the listeners so they understand. So, yes, I was banned. I apologize. We made shoes. We're good. You know, we're, we were still friends, even though I was banned. Yeah, we were cool. We were cool. Uh, yeah. right, but you can't come on the podcast. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. But you're here, episode 80, 86. 86. Um, and let's start from the beginning. Okay. Because, I mean, I'm, I'm looking at the book now, but the book is now, but it's a lot of things that took place before getting to even being an author. I think that's a big deal. <laughs> you know what? Let me, let me figure out which one is it. <laughs> I, I think the reason why it's a big deal because mm. I think that, like, we got to think about, like, all the sacrifices that took place mm-hmm. to get to this place, to even be able to put a book together, mm-hmm. release it to the world for me to hold it. Right. And yeah. the sacrifices I'm talking about, it's not even like what you sacrifice. It's like, as the title suggests, child of an immigrant, mm-hmm. what your parents sacrifice, like yeah. what your grandparents, you know what I mean? All that stuff gave birth to this book. Yeah. And I want to talk about it in a bit before we get to the book. Mm-hmm. Let's start as, because I've always teased you about, you know, retiring from emceeing <laughs> right here in the city of Toronto. Because actually you started before me. Yeah. And I think we kind of. Years before you. <clears throat> no, I think it was one year. That's no, it was years. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was a year. No. Listen, I've been doing this for so long. There you go. As you can hear in the background, she, um, we're right here, we're, we're, we're tasting, because Sandy also. Um, sells wine, personal. What am I talking about? These are her. These are my wine. This, this is her wine. Okay? Yeah. The label, yeah. the the brand, and we're gonna talk about it too. And I, I'm gonna let you know how good it tastes because this wine already got me, and I'm like half of a cup in. Exactly. That's so so years before me. Okay. Well, okay. I mean. Okay. Whatever. It wasn't that many. It wasn't that long though, to be honest with you. But I remember you doing your thing, being on every event, and 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 handling your business. And then one day you put a post out there like, I'm retired. I'm not doing this. And mm. so let's start from there. 
Yeah. Right. Because to me, I always tell you, like, I feel like, eh, like it was like, because what we like in this industry yeah. is women. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a big, like, supporter of having our female empowered. Because I feel like there's just too many men. is male-dominated, so many ego. So having women in there, do, to me, it, it kind of like balance things out, right? Yeah. Um, so for you to have to do your thing and then to finally decide to walk away, talk like walk me through that process. <laughs> like what is it? Is it the, is it the men in the industry no. that piss you off? Don't is it the... No. Like, <laughs> All right, talk to me. Honestly, um, okay, wow. Well, I guess I'm going to be like so real. So I don't even know how far this, this is. This is activated podcast. Real conversation, real story, I baby. I know. So honestly, yeah. the thing was, I was always behind the scenes girl. You know mm. what I mean? As as much as people will meet me and, you know, my personality and things like that, I don't really like to be in your face. Okay. Which it's, I don't know, someone will be like, oh, she's lying. No, I don't want to be the, the front man. Like, I'm fine to be the person that put it all together and just enjoy it. Enjoy my shit. Yeah. So starting off being in the front man, doing my thing, emceeing and just being everywhere, doing everything. And, you know, yeah, my name is big. Like it, it was good. It was surreal. And one thing I loved was the fact that like I was able to hold my own. Like nobody can come tell me no shit. Yeah. Irrespective if it was male dominant, I didn't care. Like a lot of a lot of women may feel inferior or they may feel small because it's like well, you're going to have this MC or this host come and tell you this. And then it's like you curl up into a ball or something. And that was never the case. Like, I don't care what big player is going to tell me something. Mm. I know I know me. I know what I'm about. And I'm not, I know what I'm going to bring. So, you know, I was doing my thing. No one pissed me off or anything. No one did any. Like, it's an industry. You're going to hear the good. You're going to hear the bad. Yeah. But... I came to a time where I was just more, I took a step back and I was just like, okay, like I need to get serious with my career. Like being out there and, and loving to party and music and dance, it's good, but it was just a hobby, right? right? So I just took the step where I was just like, all right, I need to get focused on my career. Um, my career field, you know, I, I didn't, I I didn't want to bleed this nightlife personality into my career field. Yeah. You know, I don't want someone to go and be like, but I saw you on Saturday and this is Monday. <laughs> you know what I mean? What are you, what are you doing? And I there's a write up contracts. And... <laughs> and there's a lot of people that are like that. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. You can't, you can't hide who you are, but it came to that time. And I was like, okay, I got to get serious. And I got to, I got to, I've, I've accomplished this goal of, solidifying a, a persona of myself mm -hmm. like you know what i mean having people hear my name and there's respect towards that name yeah. for what i'm about so now i need to that's one goal done i i did that i need to go and do something else and i need to accomplish that i need to put my focus into that so that's why i came and i was just like you know what um i'm done with this i don't want to do it anymore because i need to focus on my big money I'm not saying MC. You can make your money, <laughs> but like shots fired. <laughs> shots fired. You can make your money, Ooh. but uh, I know that I can be focused much, in, in much more. Yeah, in my fields, and I know that in a day I'm totally gonna make more in a day than I would make yeah. in two, not even like four events put together. Yeah, like three events put together. So that was it, and. 
I did try to groom someone. Who? I can't remember the girl. Oh, like, it was a girl? Yeah, I, I tried to groom someone who... I can't remember. I can't remember her name. I wanted it, like... Young, up and coming? I don't remember. No, she's not doing any... Like, she's not into... She's not doing that mm. now. But there was someone who I was grooming because I wanted her to, like, do it. Yeah. Like, so someone can be like, oh, shit, like, this was Sandy's girl. You know what I mean? Yeah. And... People, people are not serious. It didn't work. Now, do you feel like, because when, when you're breaking that down, I, and I get it, but do you feel like you've, you got out of it too quick? Because I feel like, once again, I, I feel like this is an industry that like, I, d- I definitely think some people overstay. Yeah. Right? I think that some people come, they do what they're supposed to do, and they overstay in, in that space and don't allow themselves to grow into other. Mm-hmm. Right? Because this, this to me, it's like, it's like hip hop almost like it's a young man's game right like it's mm-hmm. like it's a young people because you gotta understand like who you appeal to yeah. who's gonna buy tickets and go to clubs like you know by the time you're in your mid-30s everybody's having family and mm-hmm. all that stuff kind of goes away so obviously there's different avenues that you could continue to do for those people who really rock with you could continue to support you mm-hmm. but i feel like when i'm when I, you know when i watch your your journey in, into that lane i feel like you clocked out too early I mean, then again, that's just my personal opinion. Because yeah. I feel like, you know, you you to be remembered, it's like almost like, um, and this is I'm, I'm talking in, in a general sense, yeah, like a one hit wonder kind of thing. Like that's cool, yeah. And then you give them three more hits, they're like, okay, yeah, you're not, we're not fronting on you. Whereas in like, if you leave too early, even though you still probably got the hits in you, but it's like you never get to give him that consistency beyond unreasonable doubt. Does that make mm. sense? Yeah. I you know what I mean? It's like, it's like for me, when I did Afrofest the first year, I was like, oh, this is a warm-up. Mm-hmm. I need to do this five more times before people can even remember me. Not, not that some people don't know that I do that, but it's mm. like for just the average person to be like, oh, yeah, like you're... That's the guy that that's does That's the guy Afro that does Afrofest. Afro you yeah. know what I'm saying? So even now, people like... I've had conversations with people and I find it funny. It's like... Oh yeah, I was at Afrofest like 2019. I didn't see you there. I was like, <laughs> it's like God damn, I didn't. Yeah. And, and there, and that's that goes to show you. Sometimes it's about people need to like constantly see you beyond, mm-hmm. um, just like your media circle, just like the circles that like yeah, yeah, they know what you do. It's like you gotta you know reach out beyond that, right? And I yeah. think that like two more years, it's it's like Hall of Fame status. Yeah. Whereas in now, like you could get people to kind of be like, oh yeah, but. You, you, you get what I'm saying, I right? I get what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? I, I still think I could still go of into course. the Hall of Fame. I oh, can still, okay. yeah, oh, okay. oh, yeah. Talk to me, talk to me. No, because, like, you All know right. what? I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm on social media. Like, mm-hmm. I, 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 you know, I see things and whatever, and it's like, oh, we don't have no female MCs. Da, 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 da. I'm not going to ever sit there and say, like, oh, my God, it hurts me to read that. Like, there's no mm-hmm. female MCs. Like, I don't give a shit about that because I'm not doing it. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. But... It's just like, I was doing it. Don't you forget. Yeah. And there's people out there that can, like, weird story. Like, I even went to buy bread one time for my house. And I was talking to someone, and someone heard me. Like, it wasn't like a big conversation or anything. Yeah. The person walked up to me and said, your voice is so sweet. You still sound the same. And you know what? I went to a party that you emceed, and you're so dope. Like, how come you're not doing it? Mm. Da, 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 da. You know what I mean? And... Honestly, I was just like, yeah, like it's everything has its time and its season in your <clears> life. <throat> it doesn't. I don't care about what the people want. Like, yeah. like I do, but I mean, like that's them. You know what I mean? Definitely. Like I could have still rode the wave for another two years and did bigger. 
think but more than that. I owe because I, I think what one thing that Toronto lacks is a once again like a woman's MC that's like does that person. Mm-hmm. You got people that you know. I mean, they you could kind of consider them and and but like to just undoubtedly be like, yeah, you you need a female host. She's That's the one that goes to, and like I said, for example, like our girlfriend Bonde, mm. for the longest time, like it, it was undeniable that like if you needed a male, if you needed a host, mm. in the African community, that's the guy, mm-hmm. right? Like it's like, and since since that, like, and I'm, and I'm just looking at you know because I'm a student of the game, mm. we really haven't gotten that to be honest with you, like from that era, right? You got like from said, like, his cool. time, from yeah. his time, like you got like him. We got E-Bone we could throw in there. And Femi Lawson. Femi Lawson was... Femi Lawson is his, his own category. I, it's I'm not yeah, saying, like it's I, a good thing. He popped up in there, but like to me, it's like a host. The like, the yeah. commands that like, it's... Even that is like, even now, like, you know, we're tossing name. We got one for sure. And almost like, you got to throw E-Bone in there for sure. No, it was always... I feel like my time... When I was out there, yeah. I feel like it was always... Like from the beginning, it was always Bondin and Ebon. Mm-hmm. And then Femi Lawson, like you know, and anyone can correct me if I'm wrong, like during that time, Femi Lawson was social media presence, yeah. right? Like, yo, he was with the songs. He, he was a shit. He was a yeah. shit. You yeah. know what I mean? And then he started doing the hosting and whatever because this man has a personality. Yeah. So if you have a personality, we need MCs that have personality. Facts. And that's the thing. So, like, you know, it was. It was, yeah, Bondi, Ebon, and then Lawson came. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And social media is bread and butter right now. You got to be yeah. it. So definitely, like, they were doing their thing. And I, and I feel like another thing is, like, you can say, like, yo, I could come on and be, like, how these freaking industry people <laughs> in the States <laughs> do, like, I'm the baddest bitch. I don't, I don't. You know, I'm never going to do that. But it's just, like... I know who I am and I know what I did. I don't mm. need nobody to come. I don't need no one to come fake rock with me. I don't, don't need, need that no validation, fake, baby. That fake bullshit that they're no, doing. Because, yo, they'll sit there and they'll be at home. Yeah, I fuck with this girl and da 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 But the thing is, I want people to fuck with me where when I put down the mic, they still respect me because I have other shit going on. Thanks. I'm not just... Integrity just, respect, I say all the time. That's something you, you can't put a price on. You can't... Mm. When it comes to me, you can't buy my respect. You can't buy my integrity. Come on. (laughs) Gems. Yes. A lot of y'all Instagram talking about y'all dropping gems. These are gems, okay? Yeah. I was throwing shots at niggas on Instagram to like. Stop. I'm always fighting with niggas on Instagram, but you know. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. But yeah, so back to what you were saying, like, it's like, yeah, so I feel like for the female, like, I mean, I I guess a bit big big up to my, uh, um, Funny enough, I, I messed with a lot of Ghanaian Ease Eye. I mean, I feel like Ease Eye at, at one moment was like walking into that space, and obviously she took off on her. She went to Ghana. She's doing amazing things over there. Um, then we had you in there as well. Who else? I think Diva Promo was in mm. there, but Brenda K did her thing. Mm. Brenda K was Brenda K like she wasn't a host. No, she was a host. Brenda K was doing her thing. She was talking wise. I ain't never seen her, her talking on mic. She did. She was um. I remember during... the black the black girl rock event that y'all did. The... Like I remember that, but that wasn't like 
But Brenda Kit had a presence, right? Like, like people because put it's on still, yeah, no, yeah. but I feel like it's still the same thing. Like emceeing and hosting, it's still the same thing because mm. people are still well, in a sense. I'm talking about like the 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 just the pureness of MC. Like yeah, Miss like, Go To Girl. Mm. But you see, everybody has like a different. See, this is the thing. <laughs> no, like this is. Hey like, man, um, I don't want nobody to listen to this. I'm like, yeah, I throwing <laughs> shots. No, 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 no. Well, never. let's keep let, let's keep it a buck. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. Sorry, not to cut you. Continue. Like, okay, Miss Go To Girl, corporate, corporate. You want like in terms of like fundraisers when we had like um, let's say so she's a host. Like Music Africa Fest and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like you want that woman. Okay. You know what I mean? Miss Go To Girl, props to her because it's like, and I always used to say this: I'm a one woman show. Who when I get on stage, I command my respect. I don't even need to say anything and everyone's gonna stop and want to hear what this chick has to say. Yeah. You know what I mean? Eve's eye, um, she did her thing. She was, yeah, she she was doing podcasts and whatever. So it was different for an African woman mm. to be doing what she was doing. Yeah. So I'll give her that. Me, I was doing everything. I was on every show. Like, you wanted an MC. You wanted a host. It was Sandy. But 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 that's what I'm talking about. Like the the pureness. That like that's, that's this is what I'm, I'm I'm trying to get at. It's like yeah. the the skill set that you need to tap into. For example, right? It's like there's not many people that could that could host a radio show, have make you have a great time at a party, mm. host an award show, mm. host a wedding, and do Afrofest. That's true. The only person I know could do that is Bundle. Everybody else is stuck in the niche, meaning like if everyone you, has their thing, if you bring yeah. them to a wedding, you you in trouble. Okay, I understand <laughs> what you're saying. You see what I mean? So and that, and that's the skill set level that I'm talking about, right? Like in like yeah, we got people that could do. They're good at like one aspect of mm-hmm. of whatever that is. Whether it's like you're a great um, red um, red carpet host, mm-hmm. or you're like you know what I'm saying like, or you're a great. Um, I don't know wedding or, or whatever it is, but it's yeah. like there's nobody skill set to really translate into like when you give them a mic, you trust that like they're gonna, get they're gonna you know even command people's attention, right? Yeah, like, there there is, but you see those. You're not naming the names. Though. No, I'm not because <laughs> listen, shots I don't fired. want no. There's no shots fired. <laughs> I don't want no one to no, come. Just, no, I don't. First of no, all, no, no, for sure. Like we're, no I'm not, we're gonna, not, we're, yeah. we're not here trying to like put never. people on blast. We're having a conversation, and I'm never gonna yeah. sit there and have nobody tomorrow come and say no bullshit to me because trust me, I will tell you shit too. Like you but, know but, what I mean. But, but, but don't you don't you see? My thing is, and, and I get that. But wait, no, you're I too focused on African. You're too focused on oh in the African community. That but even that, outside of that. No, what do you mean? Then that means uh boy, you need to get on social media a bit. Okay, talk to me. No, I mean, yeah, maybe because things okay, that I'm there's not people like okay. I don't even like talking about this MC and hosting thing too much. Because I'm not involved. So it's like You are involved. You no. just put yourself in the Hall of Fame. I put myself in the Hall of Fame. Because I'm that chick and I am in But the talk Hall to me. Who am I who am I missing? What am I no, missing? No, there's nobody missing, but I mean you had Ebo and just did manifesto. Okay, mm. that's a a Toronto. You know what? Like I, I looked, I looked into it no, a bit. It's but we, a big but we've thing. already put him in that space. No, but he's in. You see, and that's the thing. Everybody's in their own space. Yeah. Which is, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Miss Go To Girl, if you want someone to do a red carpet, mm-hmm. if you want someone to do an awards, you're gonna call Miss Go To Girl. 
Now, the thing is, let's say I'm not comparing. That's one thing I hate. Let's say if you have the choice of Miss School to Girl and Sandra, myself, you know, and it's like, okay, I want someone to do a red carpet. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure 100%, a lot of people will be like, oh, get Miss School to Girl. Mm-hmm. Because she has the experience yeah. to do it. You know what I mean? I've done a one too, but it's just like, she could do it. She has she has radio to back her up as well. She has that resume. You know what I mean? Whereas, let's say it's like, okay, yo, I'm coming to do an after party for da 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 But imagine this. Not to cut you off, mm-hmm. but imagine this. You already do the party thing. Mm-hmm. It's a given. Imagine if you put yourself in an uncomfortable uncomfortable situation mm-hmm. and growing to getting better at hosting red carpet. So now when whenever you need to call somebody, mm-hmm. you're going to get called three times more likely than anybody else. And this is what I'm talking about, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, it's about, like, for example, for me, like when I was doing the podcast, I was cool. I wasn't hosting that. No, but it was yeah. an uncomfortable situation for me. I, ha- I had to because I was like, you know what? In order for me to even be mentioned in whatever it is i need to show evolution i just can't be only comfortable Mm -hmm. when i'm in this space talking and this is different than hosting so what i started doing i started like doing that and then Mm -hmm. then i'm and then i kind of like got better at that and everything like that then i go one time i was talking to the uh, to the camera Mm -hmm. and i couldn't get five minutes in what do you mean like trying to do the youtube talking to camera stuff Mm -hmm. you know i was like yo bro i suck (laughs) <laughs> no but that's real talk but i was like so imagine if somebody ever come up to me like yo even do an interview real quick like i would look like a fucking fool you know what i did yeah. for the next six months i sat in front of a goddamn camera you're a very weird person <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> no but but the, so and then now like when i do my vlog and stuff that's also now mm-hmm. starting to become just that much more natural so now mm. i'm in three pockets but like, is there anything? Okay, and, my and brain and, and it's like is Michael Jordan. It's like, yo, Mike, Michael could dunk on your ass. He could shoot threes when needed. Uh-huh. Clutch, he's there. That's what makes you the greatest of all time. Not like just being good at just one lane. But you anybody I mean? can train to be good at different avenues. Everybody might want to. They but want that to work. But yo, listen, in life, that's a fact. If you have talent, you have talent. Plain but and talent simple. that don't work hard is what. Talent uh-huh. that does not work hard is. Yeah, I don't know. You nah, sitting on shit, but like, listen. <laughs> like, I guess. No, it, I love this conversation. No, I love, but but you, <laughs> it's a little bit like it's it's. I mean, and I know I'm different, and I've acknowledged that. But it's, and, and and there's a reason why. Like, I'm I'm in many different conversations. There's a reason why I challenge myself to do many things that makes mm. me uncomfortable. There's a, there's a reason for that because I'm trying to be the best, not second, not no like. Number one, and wow. I know that for me to tap into that Taurus energy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, mm-hmm. yeah, but but you get a little bit where I'm coming from. It's like, yo, I just I don't want to be average at everything. I want to be good at everything. I want people to like trust that, like, if 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 I need to edit a video, I got that skill set. If I need to talk in front of the camera, mm-hmm. I could do that to the point that like. People are even like, God damn, what can this nigga not do kind of thing, right? Wow. And that also ensures mm, that, mm, like, mm. you're in a position of power. Because when you're in a position of power, how you even negotiate certain things is different. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, people always think, like, you're arrogant. No, bro. I Listen, if I don't make money hosting, I'm going to make money video, making videos. Oh, yes. I'm going to make money doing red, co- like, whatever it is. I'm in my pocket. So it's like, when you coming at me, 
I am talking to you from a place of power, not a desperation, right? So it's like you can let a few go because you know, like, yo, you're gonna you're gonna figure it out either way. And I think it's important. Only obviously if you care about it, right? Yeah. I mean, I care about it, so therefore I invest a lot of time and things like that. But if you don't, you don't. I mean, you should read this book. Who wants Damon, to be average in life? By Damon me. John, because he talks about display of power. Mm. And it's so like that was like number one thing when I read that part. He's like, display of power. Some people have the power, but they don't know how to utilize it. Whereas there's people that don't have the power, but they're able to gain that power and manipulate it to their favor. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, people are so lost. But we'll get into that. Another Deeper time. than rap. We'll Fake get into that deep. another time because you know um, I'm a reader. You know I'm a brilliant girl. So another day. And <laughs> and I appreciate it about you. And I think that that's one thing about you that if people were to kind of figure out a little bit more they will kind of just get the whole um everything that you're doing now obviously um we can even talk about the book a bit and that's going to give us you know for people probably wondering like what's she from what's her background what's yeah. whatever and things like that who is she um, <laughs> who is she right on, on you know i know we talk about entertainment that's because obviously me and you have these conversations all the time and things mm. that we're passionate about in a way um but i want to you know, talk about the book a bit. Uh, Child of an Immigrant. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a flag on here. Um, the cover is very... Don't judge a book by its cover. <laughs> True. Yeah. But right now, it's, it's for the most part, the cover kind of like left a... Um, it left me wonder like, hmm, like... Just question marks. Right? Be like, honest. You, I want to know. Because you got fear. You crossed that out. I, I want to know what that means. Like, why mm. did you cross that fear? Does that mean you um, persevere and then, you know, got over a fear of yours? Mm. Um, and just the, like I'm saying, like I was saying earlier in the podcast, just what people don't understand is, and I think the most powerful thing in life mm-hmm. is to conceptualize an idea. Mm. Okay. And then to have it sitting in front of you reason why I say that is is I take myself for example I like everything I've done to this day was all in my head for years years like I remember dreaming about even like shooting a vlog like it was a dream of my like really yeah it was a dream like literally I was like if I ever and then when I do one Mm. inspire me to do a series Mm. and then to, to, to and people don't understand the level of difficulty that is it's like a host, like you know what I mean like yeah. the 30 hours you spend editing one eight minute video and the level of detail that goes into it so when I see this book it just remind me of that like damn you had this in your head for a long time <laughs> right like yeah. this idea was in there for a long time you've went from putting it from your head to actually writing it down on paper mm-hmm. getting in touch with publishing or I don't even understand that business and I would love for you to break that down to us okay. so I actually sit there and like we're looking at a physical book it's here I can yeah. touch it see the cover i see was writing uh was written on it mm-hmm. i see a beautiful black young lady on here my chocolate girl that's what i call it chocolate girl my chocolate girl shout out to all the chocolate girls in the world chocolate is definitely back in style because i'm so proud of and we got the book here mm-hmm. talk to me about the very beginning first step number one step number one and what how old were you when you was like i want to write a book oh young man <laughs> give me an age young there's a lot of things i wanted to do all right that i probably will what's the first what what is i don't know maybe what what is one thing that you feel like before your time is up on this earth because let's all be clear we all living on borrowed time 100 percent. what is one thing that you like i, I need i'm not i want like if i don't get this done before my time is up i won't feel fulfilled 
convened to become a fucking judge. If I, mm. the day Damn. I have. Listen. We got to drop a bomb on that. That gavelin in my hand. Yes. Shit, I don't even know. I will maybe cry for like a day. And just say like shit. Mm. Like I, that's always been like my life goal. Um, judge. Because I don't, like one thing about me, and it was always something from young. I don't know if you would say it's a characteristic or whatever. I hate to see people being treated wrong or unfair. I hate that. If I see someone say to some something to someone and I feel like it's so un, um, out of context or the person can't speak up for themselves, I have to speak up for that person. I don't care where I am, who I am, I have or who that other person is. Yeah. I have to speak up. And that's one thing I need to accomplish because you can't just become a judge, you know. You got to be a counselor for a while. And I, I want to make sure that I'm a good counselor. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I want to try cases, work on cases, sorry, where my cases can probably become precedents for future cases. Right. You know what I mean? Because the law, the law is written. It's there. And the law is forever changing. Yep. But we're in such a different time, a different world where just things don't make sense. Yeah. So I want to be that guy in the courtroom, that woman. And it's, I know it's going to be hard. It's going to be so hard, so hard, but I'm going to get there. And that's one thing I got to do. I don't even care. God forbid. But like, even if you know, I become a judge and I'm a judge for a month <laughs> and the Lord no, strikes I mean, what, what, me what, down. <laughs> once you become a judge, you'll, you'll probably, I mean, no, I mean like the Lord strikes time me is up, down. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. But God ain't going to let you get to the judge and I at least get you to enjoy some of it. Right. <laughs> God, I mean, we would like to think God is has a sense of humor like damn i'm gonna kill you soon as you get you know what i mean I, I feel like by the time you get there you're gonna at least get to enjoy the fruit oh, of yeah. it right and yeah. it's like and to me you saying that it's something about you that i never know that i never knew and but just to physically see a book that you've written mm-hmm. i think that like yeah like shit, why not i'm looking at it like why not? I know. why not like of course yeah um okay we learned something here you know yeah I mean? I know. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one. Number two, the book. You, how old were you again? Like when you first was. Like, um, I so write when I first kind of like, like just kind of just set it in the air and laughed about it. Yeah. Maybe I was about ten. Okay. But um, I know maybe in two thousand five or fifteen, I can't really remember the mm-hmm. year. Um, there was a women's panel entertainment, and I had actually brought up the. Um, they asked like, what was next in store for me and I said I'm, I'm going I want to write a book so that was it and then I, I did a lot of like um, writing seminars other people that I've seen that were authors asked a lot of questions because the thing is like I can't just do it I have to do it right I don't want to put it out there and then I regret it right so a lot of it took a lot and I, if it was 2015 that I, I mentioned that um, I played around with the name. You know, I'm like a social media person. Played around with the name on social media. And that's one thing people don't realize about me. I may put out statuses or stuff like that. But sometimes it's really, it's just what's in my head. There's so much going on in my head. Yeah. I have to let it out. I do like have my own diary or whatever that I write it down in. But sometimes I have to just let it out. And I played around with the name on Facebook, on my Facebook status a bit. 
You know what I mean? And I honestly, I just seen which one that people liked more. And then I remembered. And then I just kept it in the vault in my phone. And yeah, lo and behold, um, a friend of mine wrote a book and I seen it was published. And I'm like, shit. I hit her up and I'm like, what did you do? And she goes, Sandra? She goes, you're a hustler. She goes, baby girl, you could do it. Here's her contact. And then that was it. Wow. Yeah. That was it. Because I feel like we all got a got a book in us. But many, many of us don't get to tell that story. We should. Get to tell that's dope that's dope i i want to write a book please do um i've been i have like a stack of like because i write a lot so i so i have a bunch of stuff that i that i put out mm-hmm. but now like the more so my thing with social media and things like that i get a little anxious about yeah. how much do i let people in yeah and a lot of these moments <laughs> in my book are very 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 personal so i'm like i don't you know i, I kind of wrestle with it a bit but it's definitely something that i would eventually like and about stories for days i don't know Do stories it. for days um so give me a little bit of what, what is the book about i mean i can assume child of an immigrant obviously mm-hmm. prince of immigrant you grew up um born and raised in um jane and finch mm-hmm. um Shout and anybody finch. my finch people if you're not familiar with jane and finch this has me a little. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and body, baby. Rose. We're getting bodied over here. Listen, man. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, for those who are not familiar with the city of Toronto, it is probably, uh, it gets a lot of more, a lot more flag than I think what it really is, but it is, it's not that bad. It is a little rougher side of town. It's I can say not. That. It's calmed. It's not us. Let me be honest people. with you. Back in the days, let me tell y'all a story. I went to pick up this young lady. <laughs> Um, at Driftwood. This is like when I first moved to um, Toronto. This is like 2007, 8. So I pull up. I had this red Mazda Protégé, 1992. Look it up. It's a red, you know, nice, cute little car. Pay 454. I pull up. You know what I mean? I'm like, skirt. So as I pull up in, into the, to pick up the girl, like everybody was outside. This is summertime. So everybody's just looking at me like something. And I felt uncomfortable, right? So she, she come out of her house she's walking and i see she's like now she's like semi dragging she's like rushing to get to the car she get in the car she's like yo let's go mm-hmm. where are we going uh, let's go <laughs> so when we pull out she's like fam you can't bring your car into what you mean because it was red yeah duh but i didn't know that but i definitely like felt it you know what i mean i was like i like what's like you know what i mean but it was it was that kind of vibe that you got and i remember even like playing that driftwood um playing basketball once again it's always one woman always gets you in trouble you should go <laughs> over there at nighttime and there was a young lady i was talking to at the time so we used to go there with my homies we used to be outside till like four or five in the morning wow and then when i started telling people like oh yeah i was at i think it's called driftwood it's like what mm-hmm. so i didn't i didn't I, I never sensed the danger that's why i'm like sometimes like everything gets overblown social yeah. media and things like that but i mean you grew up there you spent all your life there till now you're still there mm-hmm is it is it as rough as people say it is no it's what's the worst not. thing you ever witnessed i don't you know what i just feel and like don't say about somebody getting shot because <laughs> i don't want them to seize my I, think I know i think we're just conditioned and we're so over it like yeah. honestly like you know what i mean like it, i don't know man like i remember like maybe three summers ago like i didn't even know i was just sitting in my living room just mm. watching tv and legit I guess it was a drive-by 
like yo, the bullets just ricocheted all over and you know people are just running i went and i looked over my balcony and i was just like oh okay and i came back inside and that was it because it was just like we're so con- it's like it's always happening mm-hmm. we've had like i've had friends that you know gun violence took their lives so it's like what what can i do the police are supposed to be doing what they're supposed to be doing so what can i do is any of that reflected into the book yes um i do talk a bit about um a good friend of mine i used to actually always call him brother mm-hmm. that um in high school he was i don't even want to say gunned down but like you know someone took his, life. took his life yeah and um i didn't really go to in too in depth but it was a very like i was very hurt by by it because i just saw the person maybe an hour before it happened mm. and like he had made a comment like well i gotta go like i gotta go get my hat or something yeah. you know conversations so it's like you know hearing the story that it was over because some somebody took something of his like it hurt me more Oh, he got robbed, kind of thing. Like, is like it, is I, it? yeah, like some shit like that. I don't even know. Like, so and it, it just it hurt me more because it was like, why didn't I stand there and talk to him more, or why didn't I, you know, we're younger, so it's kind of like, yeah, go yo, go get your, sh-. you know, why didn't I? Why wasn't a, a voice of reason? Like maybe, maybe I could have, you know what I mean? You can't control someone. You can't tell someone what yeah. to do. But like, it just it, it bothered me. We were so close and. It's just when it happened and everybody was just calling my phone and stuff like that. Like I was in a very dark, bad place. Mm-hmm. I was very, very hurt by it. Like, yeah, I was torn. I was torn. That was fucked up. <laughs> I'm almost thinking because I know sometimes we do feel that sense of guilt, especially when we're like, we we'll always remember when somebody's life get taken like that. We always trying to remember like the first last time we interacted. Like could we have done more and. Mm-hmm. And, and things of that nature and, it, and it's i mean obviously it's a traumatic event yeah but the way that just black people deal with trauma it's, it's kind of like tuck it away don't deal with it mm-hmm. and then we're crippled by this trauma for the rest of our lives yeah it dictates how we deal with people in our relationship mm-hmm. how we deal with our friends and family and how we deal with life in general mm-hmm. because this thing it just stays undealt with for so many years right yeah um I was going. I was even going to ask it, but you have wish, obviously, because you, you did express that. Like you mm-hmm. probably would have did a little bit more, but mm-hmm. beyond that, like there's a lot of things that are beyond our control, kind of thing. Yeah. But shout out for. I mean, damn, yeah, that's tough. I mean, and I was so young. I was like, yeah, fifteen, sixteen. You know what I mean? So it was just like, it's just our our neighborhood, and you you just ask yourself why yeah and And it's like it was like our school it's like yo this person died this person died oh and and it's just like i there's a point where i started to wonder like do these people serve and protect and whatever do they even give a shit no because how the fuck you guys excuse my language how are you guys placing officers in our high school to do absolutely what though because my friend died or this other person was shot and you guys didn't do shit. You're not going to do shit, but you have an officer in our school to do what exactly? I think that conditioned us to, to fear police. 
and also and to be honest with you and that that also conditions our behavior towards police and which mm. heightens the conflict that when you get pulled over as a black person mm. you're already uneasy because you know mm. police done shot few people and killed them but that's the states though oh even here here yeah but like i feel we like just, it's, it's just not we need to change the narrative because even me saying that, that police officer that was um, stationed in our school, I used to sit with him all the time and yeah. talk to him. All all the time. And you know what? There was a time where he was just like, shouldn't you be in class? <laughs> no, so like, yeah. skipping class? Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm skipping. <laughs> what is he going to do? I'm like, you, you're there to do whatever it is that you're supposed to do. You know what I mean? So it was just, we need to change the narrative. Obviously, as I got older, I'm, I'm part of the justice, or I want to be part of the justice system etc and i shouldn't have that mindset that's why i want to get myself there because i need to understand from when we were younger what was the issue with the system why was all this happening why are these things happening yeah. that's why i need to be in the system part of the system to try and rectify that for people that have my complexion or people that i grew up with because no bueno first. i'm not gonna let i'm not gonna let you another white man decide the fate of a black man without understanding certain his things or underlining issues his environment yeah we we are all a reflection of our condition and our environment that we grew up in whether that's our environment as far as your neighborhood mm -hmm. whether that's your environment in, in terms of the dynamic in your family the dynamic with your parents with your yeah. siblings or whatever it is mm -hmm. that's literally all it is that's what i'm saying like for me and, and like i said we're talking about this earlier it's like yeah when I get to a place now, because I'm in a place of understanding, it's like a lot of, I try not to have a lot of unresolved issues with people. Like I, yeah. I express that right away because I'm proud of you. when I don't, it's like, it turns into, it's very problematic. Cause by the time, the next time I'm dealing with you, I'm ready to put hands on you or we're like in a fist match. You know what I mean? Cause I don't let it bother me for 10 years. I really don't see you as that type of person. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? That's music <laughs> to my ears because it, it just shows you. It shows, it shows me how much I moved away from that person. That's good. Yeah, but it was, it was, it was really, yeah. And I was, I mean, I used to get suspended every year from school. I was, I, I don't even want to say I was bad. I was definitely in an environment that that made me that way. Like it wasn't like, yeah. and and now the difference is I'm getting back to who I was supposed to be, anyways. Mm -hmm. calm chilling fun go lucky guy the other person that was that i was behaving at like that was just to survive it wasn't like it wasn't my choice but it's either mm -hmm. and you know what it is the environment that we come from like i went to four different high schools right mm -hmm. in every high school that i went to mm -hmm. i had to assert myself because i was coming in the environment that they didn't know who i was yeah right so it's like i'm the new guy and what, what happens to the new kid but you did you feel them. like you had to have to assert yourself? To. I feel like yo, you could still just yo do your thing. For guys, I think it's different, right? Like I think for 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 men it's different because we all walk. Like for example, I'm gonna give you a sim simple example. Is like every time I would go try out on a basketball team, it was hell. Mm. Right? It wasn't even about whether I was good enough or whatever it was. Yeah. It was just they just gave me hell. Why? Because they were people they grew up with. Okay. So now you got this new guys coming in that maybe girls like, but like, you know what I mean? It's like a lot of our ego as male is very fragile. What is it about? It's about how many women you could get and sleep with, how much money you got. At least back then, right? Like, that's all our it manhood. Is still now. I mean, to, to this point, like, 
And that's unfortunate because a lot of us still move that way. Mm-hmm. That's why, like, if a man come into an event and you're working at the door, I don't know if you ever worked at the door, he comes in with a young lady. Mm-hmm. If you tell him, nah, you can't go in, he goes off on you. Mm-hmm. Because his manhood is literally depending on him showing that he's a provider in front of his woman. So now you telling him, bro, it's $50, you can't come in? Like, yo, you trying to punk me? But no, I'm just giving you the price, right? So <laughs> these guys will go off and it's like, I'm like your fam. But all of that because the man who he is, he feels like it's being taken away from him in front of the, you know, the girl he's trying to impress. How because, many people fight you? Yeah. Who, at the door? Yeah. To be honest with you, like, I've never had people try me because I don't have that, like, once again, this is not, I'm not putting it, <laughs> I don't want to put this out there next to you, know, you know what I mean? But I'm not the guy that you look and go, yo, I'm going to go try this nigga. Like, I, do, I just, I don't. No. Yeah. You're, you're. Yeah, yeah. You, you, like, I don't know how to put it, but my I don't energy, like you, but you're just, you know, you're just pretty charm. Like, you're, you're calm. Like. I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. Don't try me, though. <laughs> I'm not saying you, I'm just. <laughs> like. <laughs> See, I'm reverting back to the old me. Listen, let me snap out of it. You're not <clears throat> that person. I would never. I don't know if anyone ever. Get, if I ever saw you out of character, mm. I would be so upset. Have you ever seen me out of character? I'd have to bust the person. I'd have to come out of character. Have you ever seen me out of character? For you, because that's not you. So I'd have to come out of character. Yeah, naturally, it's not. And, and to that. be honest with you, I'm a grown ass man now, so I stay away from all the nigger, niggerish, and niggers after five don't o'clock. Don't use that language. <laughs> but it's a fact. Some some niggas you gotta stay away from. Yes, yeah, some men you have to stay away from. I mean, you want to be politically correct, but <laughs> um, I say that to see this. So the book, congratulations again. Um, as part of the giveaway, of course, that I mentioned earlier in the episode, is that you can get your copy of the book. You get your nice little mic. If you're thinking about doing anything podcast related, I am willing to give that to you brand new for you to start into the journey. Because uh, I look at this. This is the fourth year of the podcast and podcasting to change my life completely 360. I don't even know what yeah. I would be doing if I didn't start the podcast. And part of me starting the podcast is it pushed me to challenge myself, like to 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 stay true to things that I'm saying on the podcast. It, it pushes me it pushed me to go and actually get better at like you know to read but not because you're just reading but like to actually read with intent to learning and things like that so it done warning for me so i'm just trying to pass that on to somebody else that's all that's all i'm trying to do um thank you appreciate that you actually said that to me once i was like ah. i know like yeah, yo i, I can't like, say nice things to people you know because you know what once again like it's like we are conditioned like and once again, I appreciate you even saying that when you did, but that goes to show you like, mm-hmm. it's even talking about this industry that we're in and things like that. Like yeah. people in the industry, I don't think have, it's only maybe two people that's ever like, yo, bro, you do your goddamn thing. It's you. And I think it's Bondi. Yeah. I remember when Bondi first said that to me, I like print screen the whole fucking message and I sent it to everybody that knew him. Because for me, obviously yeah. you coming up, you're like, for him to be doing that at the level that he was, yeah. and to simply he was, he's at. Why you went downplay? Sorry, I didn't. I, I didn't mean it like that. Okay, but he's at. I'm, I was saying he was. No, no, I get at the in time, the past, you know, yeah. But when he said that, like that to me was like the stamp of approval that you. I mean, in the industry, especially where when you're coming in, you're new, and mm-hmm. there's when people are established, and you started to like 
take some of their position kind of thing because Afrofest was a couple of people every year and then now it's me so somebody had to yeah. go you know what I mean so you feel that kind of like whatever so for him to say that was it, it was a lot it was yeah. it was definitely I don't want to say life changing but it was like alright cool we're on the right path it made you feel good facts like you know and for you one... to say that too it did but because it's not common thing in the industry, our community yeah. in the industry like you like you're like you questioning a bit but mm-hmm. um thank you very much for saying that talk, talk to me real quick before we wrap things up about the wine the wine what inspired you to start a your own <laughs> wine a lot of people from i guess the time i was you know out there doing everything and the most mm. i was like said yo you should have your own and i never really did it i was just like nah i don't want to put my money into liquor mm. but you know I'm older now, and I was just like, I have no issues with, you know, combo and chill and a bit of wine. Mm. So I went and did my research. I did a lot of taste testing. You know, I'm not a red wine drinker, but I did a lot of taste testing. And I was like, let me think of a name. Actually, my best friend helped me with the name. Is that, sorry, what's her name again? Is that the... The Embody, he... My best oh, it's friend. It's a he. It's a he, yeah. I have a girl best friend and a guy best friend. I was talking about the girl best friend. No. The, girl, the guy best friend. So I was just throwing names. I did have a name and he was just like, are you sure? And he said some stuff and I was like, oh, okay. And then body. I was like, I like that. And then I started like, I slept on it and I was just like, this is it. And he was just, and the logo and everything. Mm-hmm. I designed the logo, but um, my graphic designer is the one that put the spin on it. So if you actually look at the logo, there's adding Christ symbols, which are Ghana symbols, mm. and they all mean something different. Like I have staying true to your heritage. I yeah, like, like I have this one tattooed, and you, you only see a bit of it, and it means humility equals strength. Mm. So if anyone wants to ever know, if you just you know our phones, take a picture of it, you'll find out. So mm. that's why I came out with the line. It's good, you know. It's not it's like good. it's you know it, it, it gets you, you there. Come on now. It gets to like... 12.5%. We lit it, baby. I don't even... No, this is even... It's 13% oh, and it's, it has uh, me uh, all a little, you know? Yeah. Wine is usually a get you there. I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of rosé. I remember when I was in Portugal a couple of weeks ago, I was like drinking rosé all day, every day. Like yeah. when I woke up, rosé. Did you bring me a bottle? Yeah. See, the problem with when I went to Portugal is I messed up and I couldn't check in the bag and then you have to check in the bag to put alcohol in it. What a friend. Um... Long story short, I was, you know, mm-hmm. like Drake said, you can't drink all day if you don't start in the morning. I mean, yes, we're celebrating. So we're celebrating. Mm-hmm. Um, last but not least, before we yes. go, uh, big shout out to Convos and Chill. Actually, Convos and Chill, they're gonna be on the podcast next couple of weeks, so you need to look out for that episode. These guys, yeah, um, I love them, I support them, and they're doing their damn thing. So I want to ask you a question from it. Okay. To wrap things up as a finale, I just picked a random one. Okay, I hope so. <laughs> no way you're not target it's not a target okay. uh which do you think is worse watching your ex make love to someone for an hour <laughs> or spending one week in jail are you kidding me i already know what i'm doing Mad. which is worse or which would i prefer which is worse which is worse yeah me in jail I don't give a fuck about my ex. Ew. So you could be there watching your ex clapping cheeks live. Trust me, I don't care. I will You say even... that now no. until you see him start doing some nasty thing he didn't do to you. He did a lot to me. And <laughs> trust me. But that's what think about that. Like as much as he done. 
No. It's that one secret with more. Like, There's no secret, just... nothing. He did a lot, so we'll give it that. <laughs> oh. No, no, but honestly, right. I would not. All right. <laughs> no, I would not give two shits. Like, really? But why do I, don't I care? I don't want to see my ex making love to nobody. I don't want to hear no cheeks clapping. That mean, are you? I'm in jail for a week, goddammit. Excuse me. You need to get over that. Ex- my, male, my male ego is still fragile from time really? to time. Really? Yeah. I would not care. I'd probably. It depends even. which ex to be no. honest. No, it depends which ex. No. It depends which ex. No. No. Depends which ex. No. Actually, you know what? Do I care? I'm not talking shit. Yeah. Like, why I would you care? care? You're, right. You're right. Like, that's done and over with. Like, but I still don't want to. I, I still don't want to see it though. I Me, mean, I'll sit there and watch because I'm interested to know. I'm very fucked up in the head. I'll watch. I don't care. Mm. But jail, I can't do jail. There's, yeah, I'm gonna I, be on jail is rough. I was I was in a holding cell for eight hours. Lost my goddamn mind. That's a story for another day. Imagine. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, you know what? Jail is literally built to break you as a human being. The the one mm. thing, and we're gonna wrap up on this thing. The one thing that messed with me while I was in that holding cell, I couldn't tell how long I was in there for. Because they yeah. there's no clock and there's one ambient light. So you can't tell if it's daytime, <laughs> nighttime, or so imagine taking a nap and then you wake up and you can't tell whether or not you slept for 10 minutes or 10 and 10 hours. So how about the people that are doing like freaking 20 years? But that's why I'm telling you, like I was just in a holding cell, you know what I mean? Like I was out of there in eight hours, but like so imagine when you're like um um uh, What's it called when they put you 23 hours into the cell and things like that? What's it called? And they let you out for one hour. Mm. PC? Personal? Oh. I forgot the name. But imagine <laughs> that. That's why people in there, they go crazy. Yeah. I don't know. They say after a week, people are like banging their head against the wall. Yeah, it's messed up. Some people like jail, though. Yeah, you know what? I watch my ex. This is, this don't make no sense. You know what? We'll, yeah. Really? I'm watching my ex getting her cheeks clapped. I ain't going to jail. Just thinking about that just <laughs> fucked me up. <laughs> Anyways, you know what I mean? you guys, get my book. It's on Amazon. Child get the of book. Immigrant. If you want some embody rose white. Embody rose is good. Carbony, carbony, suave. <laughs> Hit me up on Instagram and send you me. And yes. you know what? Like shout out everybody. You know, what? I I wanted you had your shout outs to who said they were proud of you. Shout out to Ebone. Mm. When I first started, really, I'm seeing Ebone blessing. They were always like people that really, really, really like. Even like I had a lot of conversations with him. Mm. You know what I mean? So I can never act right around that guy. Shout out to Ebon, man. You know what I mean? I'm like, doing just shout out every thing. other MC doing their no, thing. No, not every MC. Well, Ebon. I don't know. I got like, beef with niggas. You have issues, <laughs> anyways. Shout out everybody. Shout out Bunze. Shout out my public. Nah, don't shout out Bunze. Nah, Bunze's my guy. People know this. Like. Shout out my damn self because I am that chick. I'm a Hall of Famer, okay? Mm. And you know what? People will consider. Like, I'm gonna leave this. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna leave you words of wisdom before Talk I go. Now. People will consider you talking about a compliment, a con- uh, accomplishments or goals that you have attained or things that you've accomplished, and say that it's bragging or mm. gloating, and it's not. Because sometimes you have to remember the place that you came from and what you were able to do. And it's not bragging if you're going to talk about how good you are or what you've attained or what you've changed. So I'm a Hall of Famer. I did that shit. Jeez. Well, on that note, thanks again for tuning in. This is the Activated Podcast. Of course, <laughs> we've officially been activated. Peace.